Hola amigos, you are listening to English Made Simple. This is episode number 84, número 84. Welcome, welcome to the English Made Simple podcast. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net and you are listening to episode number 84. Wow! Welcome to my regular listeners who are tuning in uh, for the 84th time to listen to me blab or talk. And also welcome to my new listeners who are joining us for the very first time. Welcome aboard, guys. How's it hanging, amigos? Hope everything is going well. Let me begin by asking you some questions. How many of you drive? How many of you own a vehicle? A vehicle could be anything like a car or a motor vehicle, a motorcycle, a pickup truck, a four-wheel drive, un auto 4x4, like the Jeep, for example, uh, vans or combis, furgones or furgonetas. Vehicle is a thing used for transporting people or goods. There is a silent H in this word. Vehicle is spelled as a V-E-H. I-C-L-E and we only say vehicle. Awesome. Now, I've had five different cars in my life so far. They were all second-hand cars or used cars. At the moment, I drive uh, a car called Ford Fiesta. I bought it uh, brand new six years ago because I liked uh, the color of the car. I liked the sky blue color. The reason I decided to buy a brand new car as well in the first place was because I had so many problems with the second-hand cars in the past. This is a new term for you guys, second-hand cars or used cars. Uh, In Spanish, this is autos de segunda mano or usados. These two terms mean the car is not new. Okay, When you say the car is second-hand, it means it is not new. The first car I owned was a Mitsubishi Mirage 1981 model. That's the year I was born in. And as you can imagine, that was a very, very old car. (laughs) This car gave me so much trouble. I had so many problems with this car. It would break down every month or so. I had to sell it so that I could buy another car. And guess what? I bought another Mitsubishi. (laughs) I know you'd think I'd learned my lesson, but nope. By owning these used cars, I got myself uh, familiarized with everything that could possibly go wrong with a car. So, guys, in today's episode, I would like to introduce you to some new terms related uh, to cars. There will be a time when you would need to see a mechanic about your car problems and you would need to be able to explain basic things about your car. We will learn the names of each component of the car chassis. Chassis is a word that describes the body of the car. And we will also learn different ways of saying that your car doesn't work. Alrighty, this episode is jam-packed, full of new words. Hopefully, it will help you expand your vocabulary. Now, I want you to pay attention now to new words coming your way. So listen carefully. A car could break down, not work or not function for whatever reason. We say, oh, my car broke down yesterday. In Spanish, quedé en pana. 
it means your car just doesn't work. It stopped working. To break actually is an irregular verb. The past tense is broke and the participle broken. By the way, break sounds the same as break, which is spelled differently. B-R-A-K-E, brake, means frenar or to slow down a moving car by stepping on a brake pedal. And uh, the verb to break means romper o quebrar, which means to snap or shatter or smash, okay, to break. It's easy to confuse uh, the two words as they sound the same, but they are spelled differently. So watch out for that. Anyway, to break down is a phrasal verb. So it's two words here for you guys. Uh, break and down to break down don't you love phrasal verbs i love them really love them of course i don't i love chocolate but that's beside the point and uh, when breakdown is spelt as one word it is a noun and it means uh, collapse malfunction failure or in spanish just means pana a breakdown so let's continue guys the basics are out of the way uh, so, a car could break down for whatever reason. For example, a car could uh, have a flat tire, a rueda desinflada, or con poco aire, basically a deflated tire. A car could have a punctured tire, rueda pinchada. You could have a puncture in the tire that lets the air out and slowly deflates your tire. Let me ask you this, uh, how many of you have had a flat car battery? Or se han quedado sin batería. I assume the majority of listeners drive. I uh, actually had a flat battery about three times in my life. Once uh, during a storm. Durante una tormenta. When I left my lights on while I went shopping. <laughs> oh man, well that was a stupid thing to do. It used up all the battery and uh, when I got back to my car, tried to start the car, all I could hear was click, click. And I thought to myself, oh, you mofo, fudge, sugar, you stupid idiot, you left your lights on. That was me being polite. I used different words at the time, which I will not repeat in this episode. Okay, don't judge me, all right? No me juzguen. I don't think I'm the only person here who has had this uh, experience before. Come on. We all had moments like this before. So now that that's out of the way, here are some useful phrases for you to remember here, okay? I said my car battery is flat or my battery is dead. You can use those two expressions to explain that your battery is not working. It is used up or empty. If you happen to find yourselves in this type of uh, situation, you have two options to start the car. If you have a manual transmission, you can push start your car. Puedes empezar a empujar el auto to get it running. You can push start your car to get it running. Get someone to help you physically push the car so you can start your car manually that way. That's what I mean by push start. Uh, if you have an uh, automatic transmission, you can jump start your car with something called jumper leads. Esos cables para hacer puente en tu batería desde otro auto. Jumper lead. We just say jumper leads. No matter what type of car you have, you should always have a set of jumper leads in the boot of your car. And a spare tire should be in there as well. In the boot. You usually keep your spare tire in the boot. So the new terms here are 
You can have a manual transmission or an automatic transmission. The word transmission is where you change gears. Donde pasas cambios o donde cambias de velocidades. If you have an automatic transmission, it will automatically change gears for you. This is great for city driving because you don't have to change gears every couple of minutes. The manual transmission, on the other hand, is manual, as the name suggests. And you will have to press the clutch with your feet to change the gear. Pedal de embriague. In Spanish, that's the Spanish for clutch. Pedal de embriague. By the way, feet is a plural form of foot. Foot is a singular. You should change gears with one foot, okay? Either left or right. I change gears by pressing the clutch with my left foot because I drive in Australia. Now, a manual transmission is also known as a manual gearbox. Uh, caja de cambios manual in Spanish. Useful phrase for you guys here to remember is... Uh, I mentioned earlier, spare tire. It means an extra tire you usually keep in the boot of your car. In Spanish, rueda de repuesto, a spare tire. Tire is a funny word. Uh, it is spelled differently in the UK and the US. Tire in the UK is spelled with a Y, so T-Y-R-E. And in the US, it is spelled as T-I-R-E. The phrase jumper leads is uh, common in Australian and British English. Uh, in the US, it is called jumper cables. Jumper cables is more common in the US. And for my non-Spanish uh, listeners, jumper leads are cables that you use to connect your battery with another car's battery in order to start your car. You use it when your car battery is flat. Some more new words coming uh your way, I suggest you have an extra shot of espresso. Uh, there will be a lot of new words here. Let's learn some new words about different components of a car. More specifically, words that describe body of your car or the chassis. A typical car will have a bonnet or a hood. I heard these two words used interchangeably. In Spanish, this is capo. Boot uh, is maleta or maletero in Spanish. Front bumper, parachoques delantero. Rear bumper is parachoques trasero. Side mirrors, espejos laterales. Derecho izquierdo. Uh, we have windshield or a windscreen. Two words here, both are okay. Windshield or a windscreen. Parabrisas. Uh, the car, every car will have a registration plate. Patente del auto. And inside the car, we have a steering wheel we use to turn the car left or right. A steering wheel, manubrio, volante, uh, seat belts, uh, when we put seat belts on, cinturones de seguridad. We have a rear view mirror, espejo retrovisor. All right, that's okay for now. I don't want you to go cross-eyed. No quiero que queden turneos or get confused. Okay, guys, I will make it easy for you guys and share something in the Facebook group that will help you understand this a bit better. It will help you understand different car components a bit better. Cool. So check out the Facebook group for that. All right, guys. Now, when would you go to see a mechanic or take your car for a breakdown service, for example?
Breakdown service, uh, vulcanización o servicio técnico. You can take your car to the mechanic when it is due for a regular car service. This is when the mechanic does a basic check for, of your car. They will replace the oil and oil filter. Filtro de aceite, maybe air filter as well, filtro de aires. Uh, they will perform a visual inspection of your car. They will inspect your brake pads, patillas de freno, check your tires, ruedas. They will top up uh, all the important fluids in the engine. Top up in Spanish, llenar. You can also take your car to the mechanic when your car breaks down. If this, if it happens that you're not able to drive yourself to the mechanic, you can organize a tow truck. Camión grúa or camión tipo grúa. You can organize a tow truck to move your car and take it to the mechanic. You can see a mechanic if you have been involved in a car crash and un choque. If you had a car accident, in this case you will go to someone called a uh, penal beta. In Spanish is desabolladuría. Your car is made of panels and when one of these panels become dented or scratched, uh, cuando se aboyan estos paneles, you would go to a penal beater and they will fix it for you. Well, those were some of the reasons you would go to the mechanic for. Those were some of the reasons I had to go to see my mechanic about in the past. And now I'm thinking my car is definitely due for another service soon. Mi auto tiene la revisión técnica vencida. Wow, so many new words for you in today's episode. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, the show will definitely appeal to some petrol heads listening to it, to the show. I don't see many English textbooks uh, teaching about driving terms and names of different car components or car parts. I know this was something we had to learn by ourselves uh, when we lived in New Zealand. We had to learn all this by ourselves. Um, when I say we, I mean my family. And now I want you to know this as well. Okay. Oh, so I mentioned something like petrol heads. What's a petrol head? Uh, according to Veon Inteligente, a, a petrol head is a person who is reliant on the use of their car and is not interested in using other means of transport, just the car. In Spanish, I think this is los cabeza de tuerca, a petrol head. Honestly, I prefer cars over public transport. That's my preference. Uh, I don't like public transport much, but having said this, we will talk about the public transport next week and how to ask for directions as uh, suggested by a couple of my listeners. So tune in next week for that. And my final words for you, amigos, please be careful on the roads. Please drive with care. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And don't speed for no reason. You've been jamming with Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net. Until next time, hasta la próxima.